0: My name is Lucy Thande and it's a privilege to welcome you to another EBZ devotion. Today's topic is Time Alone with God and I want to emphasize the importance of cultivating this time alone with God. Today the world is full of so much noise, pressures and stress. Everything is like an emergency. We go everywhere with our cell phones, laptops, iPads. We have continuous engagement in social media, etc. We have become accessible 24-7. The cravings, or as many may see, as a need to stay connected, has become an addiction. There is, however, a growing number of people who are deliberately limiting their use of technology in pursuit of preserving the flow of information into their lives. They are seeking quiet time. So why this topic today? Well, COVID-19 is still with us. And notwithstanding the myriads of lessons we have all learned, one important thing that stood out for me is our lifestyle and our personal relationship with God. Everything was brought to a standstill in 2020. Places were closed, including including our churches, our places of worship. So what does that mean? Do we stop worshipping every time a plague comes to shut us out? Our places of worship are very, very important in our lives. But so is it most important for us to learn to worship alone in spirit and truth. So it's not only important where we worship, but how we worship. Let's ask ourselves, what happened to all the worshippers who could not go to church? They had no internet access, they had no smartphones, don't even have a television they don't have power those who do not have virtual access to the various services that we enjoyed they were left out and so it occurred to me that it's important to encourage all of us to encourage one another that it's so important to learn to spend time alone with God this is what Jesus told the Samaritan woman in John chapter 4 verses 21 Jesus said woman Jesus replied, "Believe me, a time is coming when we will worship the Father, neither on, its, on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know; we worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming, and has now come, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers." The Father seeks. God is spirit, verses 24, and his worshippers must worship in the spirit and in truth. So God is spirit. It means he's not a physical being limited to one place. He is present everywhere and he can be worshipped anywhere and at any time. It is not where we worship that counts more than how we worship. To worship God in spirit means to worship him in deepest sincerity from the heart as one who is indwelled by the Holy Spirit. To worship him in truth means to worship him honestly, without hypocrisy, through faith in his word. Both the living word, which is Jesus, and the written word, which is the Bible. My question is, is your worship genuine and true, whether you are doing it at home or in church? Do you have the Holy Spirit's help? How does the Holy Spirit help us worship? The Holy Spirit prays for us according to Romans chapter 8, verses 26. The Holy Spirit teaches us the words of Christ, 14, 26. And in Romans 5, 5, the Holy Spirit tells us we are loved by God. We must worship in truth and spirit. And this can only be done through a spiritual and direct connection with God. Revelation 22 14 tells us blessed are those who do his commands his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. We all need to stop and be quiet even but for a moment to reflect on our lives and the direction our lives is taking. We all must seek to have an intimate personal relationship with God so that when we cannot go to church our worship place you can see worship alone in private in that place in the presence of God in that private place how then can you do that if you have not intentionally sought his face and sought him in that secret place many times at the end of the day when I find myself exhausted I think that maybe the greatest need is to get to a good night's sleep Often i found that physical rest alone is not enough. It's not enough to revive my winning spirit. I find that I need the spiritual revival that comes from spending time, quiet time alone with God, with Jesus in prayer and in thoughtful meditation in His Word. Taking time alone with Christ, reading the Bible and prayer is imperative and it is essential in our work of faith. This quiet time is a disconnection. It's a disconnection from all external distractions in order to connect with God, our creator and the author of our lives. The psalmist in Psalm 23, 3 tells us, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Jesus called his followers sheep. As a sheep, we long to understand what it means to find contentment. Under the watchful eye of our loving, caring, faithful, and trustworthy heavenly shepherd, how do we do this? How do we find this contentment? We need to take time alone with God. Where then can we find solitude? Where can we find a quiet time and place? in the midst of all the demands of this world around us. In Matthew 6, 6, it says, When you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your Father who is unseen or who is in secret. Solitude with God is a restoration place. It's a healing place where God can repair the damage done by the loud noise of the world. A meeting place with God is our war room, and our war room can be as simple as your closet, a quiet corner, a place to meet with God, hear His thoughts, and He can hear ours. A place to give God your full attention and receive His full attention. David says in Psalm 57, 8, "Awake, my soul; awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. There is something about meeting God before our busy days and schedules begin to traumatize us. However, it does not suggest that dawn or early morning is the only time we can meet with God. But for many, early morning is the best time. But let's not get legalistic. Just work out the best time for you to have a quiet time with God. The important thing is the eagerness to meet God alone. The only advantage of early morning is that we get to hear God's thoughts before others and many other things begin to invade our minds. But like I say, it's important to find a quiet, uninterruptible place an uninterrupted time with your Bible. Sit quietly and remind yourself you're in the presence of God. God is eager to meet with us to listen to our concerns and desires as he communicates his thoughts, his desires, his plans for us and to us. I quote Toza who said, Sit in that secret place. Sit till the surrounding noises begin to fade out of your heart. Till a sense of God's presence has enveloped you. Listen for his inward voice till you learn to recognize it. Until we take time to be quiet, we will not hear from God, but he will speak to us relevantly, personally, clearly, and knowingly when we seek him out. The study of the life of Jesus in the Bible reveals that as present Jesus was. He often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. If Jesus felt he needed time alone in prayer with his Father, why do you and I think we can get by without it? How is your prayer life? How is your worship time? Jesus, who desires that I come with him by myself to a quiet place, in order to pray, read his word, Listen to his voice and be renewed in my spirit. If Jesus needed this, how about you? God will speak to us when we give him a chance. If he will listen, if he will be quiet. The psalmist tells us in Psalm 46, 10, Be still and know that I am God. Would you take time each day to be still and to exalt God? God wants us for himself. He desires communication with us. He desires for us to know him. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. Let us pray. Eternal Father and our God in heaven, we come in humility to worship you and to exalt your holy name. You are our sovereign creator, maker, ruler, and sustainer. You are all powerful, full of majesty, splendor. And we give you honor, and we give you praise, and we give you thanks. We have sinned against you and against others. We ask for forgiveness and for cleansing of all unrighteousness. Oh, Lord, have mercy on us. We thank you because you are a promise maker and a promise keeper. And you have promised forgiveness for all who ask it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for your love, for your mercy, for protection, for provision, and for good health. And most of all, Father, thank you for the gift of salvation. Lord God, you made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless till we find our rest in you. Help us to yield to your wisdom, to your love and sovereignty. Lord, give us a heart like Mary, takes time at your feet to learn from you and to be close to you and enjoy your presence you alone O lord are deserving of our deepest devotion and you alone can fully enable us to overcome all of life's distractions and we ask all this in the mighty name of jesus our lord and our savior amen